Give it unto the Lord this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. That's it. Lift your voice in here. Lift your voice in here this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. I think we just ought to be thankful just for about 30 seconds. We ought to be thankful for about 30 seconds. Yeah. I said he's been good to me. I said he's been good to me. Does anybody feel like that this morning? Woo. I said he woke me up this morning and he started me on my way. That's why I came to give him glory. That's why I came to give him praise. I got anybody that feels like that. Hey, I might be going through hell. There might be some trouble in my life. But God, you're good. God, you're worthy. God, you're worthy of all the praise. Everything that I can give you. That presents your bodies a living sacrifice. You, you ought to use every member you got to give God glory. I said you ought to pick them up and put them down. If all you can do is tap your little toe, you ought to do it to the glory of God this morning. I said you ought to do it for the glory of God this morning. Woo! Aren't you thankful for the blood? Thankful for the blood of Jesus. Where would I be without it? You already asked yourself that question right now. Where would I be without the blood? Brother, go ahead and sing that. I want us to worship. We could lift our hands all across the house. Come on, if you're visitor here today, the blood can pull you out of whatever you're dealing with. You're a saint of God in here today, and you fell and you backslid and fell away from God. The blood's greater than your sin. Oh, it's the blood.
Turn to your seats this morning. What an amazing thing God is doing around here. If you're a visitor here and you're looking for a home church, you ain't going to find a better one. We travel all across the United States of America preaching. and I'm not just saying this because I'm standing here. This is at the top of the list. If you are a part of this church, know how blessed you are. Know how blessed you are. Honor to Brother and Sister Vasquez this morning. Could you give them a hand clap? Praise God. You ought to just turn to your neighbor and say, We blessed with the best. blessed with the best I love this family very much their two daughters such sweet kids God is so good to us he's so very good to us for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son Whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, have everlasting life. There's eternal life here this morning, sister.
everybody. Um, just this weekend, I came to realize something that I've never been able to really care about anyone or anything or to really love because as bad as it hurts for me to say that, I didn't learn that. evil all over me and lost and hurt. Every time I thought I could get up and just get a little crack, I got knocked down again. Even especially when I started going to sleep. Within the first few months of me coming to Bethlehem, I lost custody of my son. I lost my daddy, who I loved so much. And grandmother, the only living grandparent I had left. Well, this weekend, I was like, you know, he, I know it wasn't, I didn't come up with this because I couldn't. He said, you have to take control of how you feel. It's up to you whether or not you feel overwhelmed or hurt and just can't go on, can't move. Get up. You have this baby girl that you do have at home with you. I've lost my other two children through mistakes I made when I was younger and other circumstances. But I was talking to my husband this morning, right before we came here, actually, and I told him that I, I just came to realize that and understand that I, did, I wasn't taught that, and so I really, I thought I was loving and thought I was caring, but I really wasn't. I mean, I didn't even care about myself before we came to Bethlehem, and I thought I cared about myself, but I guess not if I really didn't get it, and I just want to tell every, I, I was sitting back there, and the Lord was like, you need to go up there and tell them, and I'm like, uh-uh, no, it's, do you see how full the church is? I was telling them, that, you know, and, and he just kept on and kept on and kept on, and I was like, well, if I don't do it, then something might happen. Because, but if I do do it, then he can bless me with more. But he's already given me so much. I have so much to be thankful for. And now I get it. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, y'all. And I didn't know that I was ever going to. It's all because of him. If there is anyone, and I know that there are people out here who have gone through something or similar and just feel the same way that I, it has to be some people. I know it is. And so I'm here to tell each and every one of you, don't be like me and start to become unfaithful to the house of God and things of his kingdom because you're just going to keep butting your head against that same wall. It don't ever get any better until you just listen, really, with your heart and be like, why, God, why am I not understanding? Why am I not getting it? I don't understand why everybody else gets it. I just haven't. But I know that there's more of you in here that are going through the same thing. And I would 
loves you and he will never, ever, ever give up on you and he'll never stop chasing you. Glory to him, glory to Jesus. Give me a couple of ladies up here. She began to speak. God began to speak to me. I'm going to preach a word. God is going to restore those children back to you. We could lift our hands. If you could just point your hands towards this lady. God is going to restore those children. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. That's it. God said, you just remain faithful. Just like you just spoke. Restoration is going to be up to you, just like you just told this congregation to be faithful to God. If you will be faithful, they'll be, be placed back in your hands. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Ila marakasata la bahaya andele bakila baroto yo sondo yela bahaya. Come on, if you're here today and, and you your life's torn apart, restoration is here. We're gonna preach on the message of redemption, story of redemption this morning. The greatest love story ever told. God so loved the world. God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever shall believeth on Him shall not perish, shall have everlasting life. Everlasting life. Eternity is a long time. We cannot comprehend how long eternity is. Before you leave out of here today, you need to make sure that you're right with God. You make sure that you're right with God. I had worked on a message yesterday. I morning worked on it last night. I woke up this morning and God laid this on my heart. I feel very strong to preach it. But you'll have to respond today. 
God's just to speak to you, and you will have to respond. And if you will respond, your life will be forever changed. It'll be forever changed. But I need change this morning. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 through 4. You give me a little bit of monitor up here. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. <clears throat> Praise God. First Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. Then I'm going to go to the book of Acts chapter 2. Verse 37 through 41. Acts 2, verse 37 through 41. Praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 1 says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, wherein ye stand by which also ye are saved if you keep in memory what I preached unto you unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture, and that He was buried And that he rose again the third day according to the scripture. He died, he was buried, and he rose. Death, the burial, and the resurrection. Acts chapter 2, verse 37. Get there, say amen. Praise God. They've ever sovereign spirit in here this morning. Acts 2, 37 says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. Peter had began to preach after the Holy Ghost came on the day of Pentecost, and he began to preach to the onlookers. And as he began to preach, the Bible says they were pricked in their heart. The Amplified says they were cut to the heart with remorse and anxiety. If you don't know if you're saved, it ought to make you anxious. It says, and he said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children 
and all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Now, if you're standing in here today, the Spirit of the Lord has pulled you in here. It has wooed you in here. As Jesus said, no man cometh unto me unless the Father who sent me draw him. You made the decision, but God laid it on your heart. It says, and with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourself. Save yourself. Now, you and I, we couldn't save ourselves. It took the blood of Jesus Christ to do that. But we had to make a decision. We had to make a decision this morning. Verse 41 says, Then they that gladly received His word were baptized. How many have we baptized this past week? Week and a half. Somewhere around 60. We're in there. Folks gladly have received the word. There's more here today before you leave out of here. You need to be water baptized in Jesus' name. Go ahead and say this before I get into my message. It's not optional for you to be baptized. There's only one way to be baptized. And it's not in the titles. The denominal world has got that wrong. I'm not saying we know it all, but we got that right. You must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. I feel an urgency in my spirit this morning. This is going to be somebody's last call. You need to hear what the Holy Ghost is speaking to you today. God's giving you an, another opportunity. And you need to respond before we leave. Then they that gladly received His Word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. The word gospel translates into the Greek as euanglion, which means the good news and was commonly used in the Greco-Roman culture as the news of victory. When a messenger of war would appear, he would lift his hand in greeting and call with a loud voice. And what he was doing is he was proclaiming the gospel, rejoice, we are victorious. 
And if you've been pulled out today of the hellhole that you was living in, I wish you'd just begin to rejoice right now. If you've repented of your sins and been water baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you ought to rejoice today because you've been given the victory. I said you ain't fighting for victory today. You've been given the victory. Paul said, thanks be to God who giveth us the victory. He gave us victory today when his blood was shed. Gave us victory today. When he come up out of the grave, that just ain't an Easter time message. That's an everyday message. Because if it had not been for that, there would be no good news. And I want to preach from this title just for a minute. The gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ. Did you lift your hands all across the house? And I just want us to pray right now in the Holy Ghost. God, I take authority right now over every demonic spirit, every human spirit that would oppose and hinder the moving of the Holy Ghost. God, I pray for your anointing to be upon every heart and every mind today. I pray for your anointing to be upon me, that you would help me. God, bring things to my remembrance. God, let me speak with, God, let me speak with clarity. God, give me eyes to see and ears to hear. Lord, I, I release the gifts of the Spirit to be in operation that your body would be edified and encouraged today before we leave. Confirm your word with signs following. God, let conviction hit this house. Lord, I pray that there would be a conviction that would fall upon every heart, God, and every mind, including myself. God, that you would do a work on the inside of us. God, that we would, we would really be changed today. God, that it would not just be emotion. Lord, that you would change us forever. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask all these things. Could you clap your hands to the Lord one more time? Praise God. You may be seated this morning in Jesus' name. The gospel of Jesus Christ. Throughout the early earthly ministry of Jesus, he many times spoke of the fact that he would not only die for the sins of humanity, but on the third day he would rise again. One instance of this is in the gospel of Matthew chapter 20, beginning in verse 18, where he said, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be betrayed unto the sheep priest and unto the scribes, and they shall condemn him to death and shall deliver him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify him. And on the third day, he shall rise again. Every claim he made about himself would be confirmed by his resurrection. 
In John 8 and 24, he tells them, If you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sin. In John 8 and 58, he said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Before Abraham was, I am. In John 10 and 30, he claimed, I and my father are one, making himself equal with God. In John 14, beginning in verse 8, Philip went to him and he said, Lord, show us the Father and it suffiseth us. And he said, have I been so long time with you, Philip, and you still don't know? He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. How sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? He said, the words that I speak, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the words. You and I got to understand today, friend, there's revelation going to flow in this house that Jesus Christ was the Father manifest in the flesh because God is spirit according to John 20, John 4 and 24 and Luke 24 and 39 said that a spirit hath not flesh and bone. And if he didn't have no flesh and bone, you can bet your bottom dollar he didn't have no blood. And the whole reason that Jesus Christ came was for redemption. It was for reconciliation. And so you and I could be brought back into right standings with a holy God. God is an invisible spirit. Paul said in 1 Timothy 1.17, now to the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Hebrews 11.27 tells us that Moses endured as seeing him who was invisible. Jesus Christ was the earthly manifestation of the Father. That's why when he looked at Philip, he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I come to tell you today, in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Do I got any one God believers in here today? Do I got anybody who will stand and say, I'm not going to believe that tradition. I'm not going to believe that nonsense. I don't care what grandpappy said. I don't care what mama said. I got to go by what the book said. And the book said, hear, O Israel. Hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father who is above all, through all, and in you all. I come to preach there's only one God, and the devils know it, and they tremble and flee. This is devil chasing preaching right now. If hell follows you in the door, he don't run out the back, because when you get to preaching about the oneness of God, he knows the power in it. He knows the authority in it. And this message ain't never going to change. There's only one God, and his name is Jesus. Let me tell you who Jesus is. He's the rock of all ages. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the Heavenly Father. 
the beginning and the end. Much more than this, my friend. He's the son of man, and he's coming back again. I said, I know Jesus is the father. I know Jesus is the son. I know Jesus is the Holy Ghost. And all these three are one. Let me tell you who Jesus is. Woo! He is the father. Whenever the heavens opened up, Stephen seen him standing at the right hand, friend. That was all authority and power had been delegated to that man. Woo! What Jesus was trying to tell Philip is, is if you've seen me, you've seen the Father because you can't lay eyes on the Father. The Bible says in him we live and move and have our being. I'm moving in God right now. I said I'm in him right now, but I can't lay eyes on it. But when the Holy Ghost gets to moving, when the Holy Ghost begins to manifest, I can feel the Spirit begin to move. And I know that I'm in the presence of a living God. All these false gods out there, all these false idols that people are bowing to, they don't have ears to hear and they don't have eyes to see. But I serve a God to Today, whose hand is not short and his ear is not heavy and his ear is attentive to the cry of his people. Friend, somebody ought to shout the name that is above every name. The name of Jesus. Somebody say that name right now. Jesus. Somebody shout the name. Come on, something happens when you call on his name. He said, before Abraham was, I am. And whenever he began to make all these statements, he began to make them religious sections pretty aggravated because they knew what he was saying. They were saying that he was almighty God. They were, he was saying that he was Elohim, that he was Jehovah, that he was Yahweh. And if they could have killed him, they would have did it right then. But there was a pointed time that was given unto him by the Father. And there wasn't going to be a second too early or a second delayed that that man's life was not going to be taken. Woo! Deity was on the inside of him. And whenever he was proclaiming I am, he was letting everybody around him know I am the Father. The Bible says, God who in sundry times in diverse manners spake in times past unto us by his prophets has in these last days spoken unto us by his dear son who be in the brightness of his glory and expressed image of his person when he is by himself purged our sin sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high being so much better than the angels as he by him hath gained a name by inheritance. Somebody need to hear that word today. Friend, he was the expressed image of the invisible God and he inherited the name Jesus from the Father just like you inherit the name from your Father. Jesus inherited that name 
from his father. And that's why we know today there ain't no such thing as a trinity. There ain't three gods in heaven. There ain't two gods in heaven. There ain't 99 gods in heaven. There's only one God. Somebody say that. There's only one God. There's only one God. And his name is Jesus. Well, I'm just going to stay right here. The Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world and verse 14 says in the word the word the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth the word was made flesh 1 Timothy 3.16 says, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. It didn't say the Godhead. See, the Trinitarian will try to tell you that the Godhead is a mystery. It's something that you and I ain't supposed to understand, but that goes directly against the Word. The Bible says we're without excuse to not understand the Godhead. Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. That's whenever the word was spoken. In John 1, it translates into logos, and that word logos was the thought in the beginning, was the thought, and the thought was with God, and the thought was God. What was the thought? It was reconciliation. It was redemption because you and I were sin sick. And when God looked down and seen this world, the Bible says he prepared himself a body. That's Hebrews 10 and 5. And Revelation 13 and 8 says he was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. God had a plan in mind. And God's plan was going to be fulfilled. God's plan, his purpose, was to take a fallen humanity. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I said I once was lost, but now I found. Was blind, but now I see. Does anybody understand what I'm telling you? Friend, you was a wretch. You was a drug dealer. You was a drug head. Friend, you was an alcoholic. You was a whoremonger. You was an adulterer, but God seen past it, and he said, I'm going to draw you in. I'm going to pull in because my blood, my blood is greater than anything you've ever done. My blood is greater than anything that's ever taken place in your life. My blood, 
my perfect blood that I shed on Calvary was shed just for you. If you're a visitor in here today, Jesus Christ would have went to the cross and died just for you. It says that he took the handwriting and the ordinance that were against us in Colossians chapter 2 and he took them and he nailed them to the cross. I said he took them and he nailed them to the cross. Everything that you and I could ever do, he bore every bit of it when he went to the cross. Isaiah 53 says he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace. Woo! He just didn't take care of sin that day on the cross, brother. He took care of peace of mind. That's why today if you got anxiety and you're dealing with all kind of things upstairs, friend, God took care of that on the cross. I said he took care of it on the cross. The Bible says that the enemy is going to wear down the saints of the Most High God. Brother, and I believe what he's trying to do is he's trying to wear out the minds. He wants to get in your mind and wear you down and you got to recognize today that my peace was given to me on the cross. You stepped into a covenant of peace when you went down in the water. That's why if your life is in chaos this morning and you've never been baptized in his name, today is the day of salvation. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Lift your hand if God's healed you in this revival. Look across this building right now. If God's healed you in this revival, look at all the healings that's taking place in here. There's no sickness God can't take care of. There's no disease that is too big that God can't step in. He is the great physician. Woo! I said he's the great physician. The Bible says they that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. He said, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. You can be made whole today. Your body can be healed today. Your spirit can be healed today. Your soul can be healed today. Your life can be changed today because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because whenever they nailed him to the tree he did not stay there that's why whenever you stop at repentance you, yeah, you, you got to be, but to be able to be saved, you got to repent. But whenever you stop there, it's just like leaving Jesus Christ on the cross. I'm telling you, repentance ain't enough. Repentance ain't enough this morning. Shaking a preacher's hand ain't enough this morning. Signing a card ain't enough this morning. You've got to repent. There's got to be a real, real stirring on the inside of you. The Bible says that godly sorrow worketh, leadeth to repentance. So you've got to have something that begins to take place in your heart. Jesus quoted the prophet Isaiah, said they draw nigh with me with their mouth and honoreth with me with their lips, but their heart, their heart is far from me. 
There's a lot of folks, they've took the first step, they've repented of their sins. But whenever God looks at you, I'm not saying he didn't forgive you, but whenever he looks at you, he still sees the sins that you've committed. Because you have not had the blood applied to your life. You got to have the blood applied. It is the death, the burial, and the resurrection. See, whenever Moses and them was making their way out of Egypt, which was a type of the world, it was a type of sin. Whenever the Passover lamb, whenever the blood was shed, that's what brought them out. But whenever they made it to the water, that was a type of water baptism. And they were led by a cloud, friend, which is a type and shadow of the Holy Ghost. God was giving us the plan of salvation way back in the book of Exodus because whenever they made their way through the Red Sea, the waters came and destroyed every one of the Egyptians that was behind them. That's the same way that the water works in baptism, friend, in Jesus' name. All the sin, everything in your past that haunts you, that's trying to chase you down, is destroyed in that water. There's something supernatural that takes place in the water. It's more than a public declaration today. It's more than just becoming a member of a church. What you're doing is you're entering into a blood covenant with Jesus Christ, which makes you a partaker of all the promises in the book today. You become a partaker of every promise in the Word of God. That's why you can't stop at repentance today. Everybody lift your hands right now. Come on, pray right now, church. Come on, there's life that God wants to give in here today. There's a brand new start that God wants to give in here today. The Bible says in John 10 and 10, the thief cometh not but to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus said, but I have came that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. God said, I'll give you abundant life. Everything that the enemy robbed from you, everything that that old world took from you, I'm able to restore back to you. Does anybody need that type of restoration today? I know that there's visitors here. I know that God's speaking to individuals in here this morning, and he's trying to tell you, don't hesitate, don't wait, because when we look in the book of Acts, there was always an immediate response to water baptism in Jesus' name. There were never no delays. In Acts chapter 2, it says immediately they made their way to the water. In Acts 22, he asked the apostle Paul, he said, why tarryest thou? Arise and be baptized, calling upon the name of the Lord. In other words, friend, you don't need to hesitate today. 
because you don't know what's going to happen whenever you walk out these doors. You don't know what's going to happen in the next five seconds of your life. And I know that you better be sure that you're on your way to heaven because eternity is a long time to be in hell today. Woo! It's a long time. Whenever there's everlasting life standing before you, Jesus looked at Mary and said in John eleven twenty five, He said, "I am the resurrection." And I am the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever believeth on me shall never die. Believest thou this? This old flesh might die. They might put this old flesh in the grave. But one thing's for sure is I'm going to be walking and dancing on the streets of gold because I got eternal life on the inside of me. I said there's eternal life residing on the inside of me. And if you got the Holy Ghost this morning, there's eternal life residing on the inside of you. It says though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day after day. If you need a renewing this morning, if you wore out in your spirit, if you've been in a dry place, then God will renew you. God will refresh you. This is the rest wherein the weary may find rest. Come on, God's dealing with people right now. Come on, it says in Romans chapter 3 that we're buried with him in baptism. We're buried with him in baptism. And we're raised in the newness of life. That means when you come up out of the water, there's a brand new life ahead of you. There's a brand new start. All things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. All things become new. See, it ain't enough just to hear the, hear the gospel. It ain't enough to believe the gospel. You've got to be obedient to the gospel. You're hearing the gospel preached right now. But the Bible says that the word profited of nothing, not being mixed with faith. And James said that faith without works is dead. Real faith will cause you to move. Real faith will cause you to react. The Bible says you were saved by faith through grace. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So it all starts out with faith this morning. Before you ever repent, it's got to start with faith. And then after you've repented your sins, it's got to lead you to the water. It's got to lead you to the water. 
It wasn't the ark that saved Noah. It was the water. First Peter, I believe, is chapter 3. It says it, that wherein few eight souls were saved by water, wherein to baptism doeth now save us. The water cleansed the earth. The water purged the earth. This is an old earthen vessel. Your flesh is an enmity against God. It don't matter how holy you think you are. Your flesh opposes the things of God. And the only way to have this old flesh cleaned and purged is to be dropped and dunked in the blood. Because the blood this morning is in the water. The blood is in the water today. Let me just go ahead and tell you, when you well, I'm around the house, I'll probably get in trouble. I'm on live stream, but when we get an old dog and he gets he gets of age where he can't make it no more, some of you might not like me after I get through saying this, but I'm just going to tell you, we just take him out back. And whenever we put them in the ground, we don't bury them just a little bit. We put them way down deep. I said, we don't leave a little bit sticking out. We put them all the way in the ground. That's why you can't leave anything. You can't leave anything out. You got to turn away from everything. Woo! I said, you got to put it all in the water. got to let him get, bury you. Bury that old man. I'm reaching for you this morning. I'm reaching for you this morning. God's talking to folks right now, and you're arguing with yourself whether or not you're going to be obedient and you're going to respond to the word. You better move today. You better move today. You better take the opportunity that God's given you. I want everybody to lift your hands right now. Kere koto yo sondere ba yika yandara ba yela bahaya. Eroto yo sonde la kayande. Hila marata yande la barokoto yo sondo yela bahaya. Come on, I came to preach to you today that Jesus. On the third day when he come up out of the grave, friend, that he came up out of there alive. I said he's alive and well. 
And the gospel tells rebellious men they've been reconciled to God, that justice has been satisfied, sin has been atoned for, the judgment of the guilty has been revoked, condemnation of the sinner canceled, the curse of the law blotted out, the gates of hell defeated, the windows of heaven opened, the power of sin subdued, the guilty conscience healed, the broken heart comforted, sorrow and misery undone, no matter who you are or what you've done, the gospel of Jesus Christ can save you. It has the ability to redeem the most sinful man, heal the most broken woman, deliver the most wayward teenager, and keep the most precious child. Today I proclaim to you the gospel. It'll be your obedience today that releases the power that it obtains. Romans 1.16 says, I am not ashamed of the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to the Jew first and did to the Greek. You can walk out of here with your life completely transformed, heading in a completely different direction, full of peace and joy, only brought into one's life by the power of the Holy Ghost. If you I thought got the Holy Ghost today, you ought to go ahead and let them know how much joy you got. You ought to let them know how much peace you got. You ought to let them you ought to let them know how much strength you got. If you got the Holy Ghost, you ought to begin to dance right now. Yeah, I'm not who I used to be. I've been called out. I was a prisoner. I was bound up. But the blood set me free. The blood brought me out. I said the blood brought me out. Give it praise right now. Come on, the power of God under salvation to the Jew first and then to the Greek. Then it came to an old heathen like me. And if it could save a wretch like me, brother, if it could save a man like you, it could pull anybody out of the mess that they're in. All you got to do is be obedient. All you got to do is respond today. You got to let the word prick you. You got to let the word convict you. Got to let the word move you. Can't just be a hearer of the word. James said you need to be a doer of the word. You got to respond to the word today. This might be the last chance. I know I'm talking to somebody this morning. This might be the last chance that you ever get to hear this message preached. I'm not trying to cause fear in you. I'm telling you what the Lord is speaking to me. I know what God's telling me right now. And this ain't the fun part, I promise you. It ain't no fun having to warn people and having to tell people, hey, you might not ever get another chance to get water baptized in Jesus' name. You might not ever get another chance to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Friend, but I've... You better take this thing serious right now. Your soul is something serious that you're dealing with. There it is. There's somebody that said, I had enough. I've had enough. 
I've taken this thing serious today. I've taken this thing serious today. Your soul ain't nothing to play with. There's a heaven and there's a hell. And we're going to go to one or the two. There ain't no in between. There ain't no in between. There ain't no in between. And you won't be able to stand before God and say, I did not know. God's giving you the opportunity right now. Well, I already got the Holy Ghost. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, hell is more worried about you getting water baptized in Jesus' name than you receiving the Holy Ghost. Hell will fight you tooth and nail to keep you out of the water. That's why the devil was at work way back in 325 A.D. when he changed the baptismal formula to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That was the devil at work because he don't want the name of Jesus applied to a man or a woman's life. Acts 4 and 12 says, There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There's no other name. I want everybody praying loud right now. Come on, I want you praying loud right now. Come on, there's this woman getting filled with the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody ought to be praying. Somebody ought to be praying. There it is. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. That's it. Come on, that's the Holy Ghost. Somebody shout right now. Somebody give God glory. Yay! Yay! 
Come on, there's others in here right now. This is the lady that moved. Come on, God, just fill her with the Holy Ghost, and I speak healing in your body right now. I curse the disease. I take authority over it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I command it to leave. I command it to go that there would be a good report when she goes back to the doctor in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, pray right now. Where's my brother at that plays the piano? Come on, church, pray right now. God's not through dealing with people around here. Come on, this lady's been baptized in Jesus' name. There's an individual here, and I'm telling you, you better make your way to the water today. Hey, Bethlehem Church, I want you to be moving right now. I told we this morning in Difference Makers, I, I told them, I said, I want you to be moving and praying for folks. If I got a word of prophecy for somebody, I'll stop everybody and I'll speak it out. But until then, I want us to move this morning. Come on, be a minister. Let God use you. If you're here this morning, you have not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Today, God will fill you right now. See, you've got to have a complete new birth. You can't have one and not the other. Can't have one and not the other. Born again of water and spirit.
Kayala Baroko, your son, no lavoye la Bahaya. a ministry God's going to give you a very he's going to give you a burden for it you already have one for it I don't know when this is going to take place but I see you on a plane see you on a plane I'm trying to want to build your faith right now. I just, he said, that's exactly a desire that I have. Planes don't just take you to another state. They bring you across seas. La baroto yo son de la bahaya. Kele barakaya tayete makero bosotoye. Now what that all look like, I don't know, brother. But I pray a covering right now. 
God, I pray that he would have your mind and your will. Lord, that his ears would become very, very sensitive to your voice. God, and his eyes would begin to see. more frequently than they already do. God shows you things in the Spirit, brother, but, but it's going to become more frequent. That type of thing is a process, brother. It's a, it's a process, and you can't become discouraged in it whenever, whenever you, don't, you don't, it's not happening. And I see that, okay? I understand because I stood right there. Don't mean you're doing something wrong. You just take it as it comes. And it'll grow and you'll cultivate it. And yeah. I know I'm speaking to you in the Holy Ghost right now. I'm not going to come to you because I don't want to embarrass you. But there are some folks in here and you've got a root of bitterness so deep in your heart. Bitterness will destroy you. It'll destroy you. And the, the thing is that you've got every right to be angry at that individual. And you've got every right to To want to feel how you feel. But just because you've got a right, that don't make it right. And if you don't get rid of it, it is going to choke the life out of you and it's going to drag you out of the church. I could come right to you. I'm not going to. So if you're dealing with it, I just want you to lift your hands. Or if you just close your eyes, you ain't even got to lift your hands. I know that's a sensitive subject, and I would never want to embarrass anybody. And I pray right now, I break the root of bitterness out of these individuals. I break the root of bitterness. In the name of Jesus Christ. La parecosi coyondo lo moretete a satayanda la bahaya. That's it. You've already, you need to be honest with God right now. God already knows He's not mad at you about it. I understand. I understand how bitterness works. I'm telling you, I've got, God has. I, I would pray, and I still pray it. Lord, I want to be like you. Brother Hughes, and I was talking about the healings and the miracles. He said, okay, son, you want to be like me? You're going to be betrayed by your best friends? You're going to get put on a cross? Because Jesus couldn't crucify himself. Somebody else had to do it. God uses people. To kill our flesh. He uses people to kill our flesh. 
And when you become bitter at that individual, you fall right into the enemy's trap. You can become so bitter that he won't even have to deal with you anymore. You're self-destruct. Sister, there was a horrible incident in your life. Horrible. And it has left you wounded so deep. Because you should have been protected and you wasn't. You're reminded of it constantly. The enemy comes by you and he reminds you of it. And it causes nightmares in your sleep. Those are going to stop right now. Because that, that is coming from the enemy. That's an oppressive, oppressive spirit that's trying to, that's trying to weigh you down. You are somebody in the eyes of God. And it don't matter what the enemy tells you or any other individual. There's an individual in your life, and they tear you down with their words. And they have spoke to you this way so long, you have began to believe it about yourself. Lord, I pray that you remove that individual from her life this very moment. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. Korebo Sotorakayala Bahaya. That's it, sister. That's the Holy Ghost. Sister, you lift your hands. It's time to come home. Look at me. Look at me, sister. It's time to come home. God wanted me to tell you it's time for you to come home. You've been out there long enough. That's it. Come on, pray, church. Pray. These people get the Holy Ghost.
Sister, right here, I speak healing in your body. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost, it's internal. I can see it. And right now, you can feel healing virtue. As Sister Vasquez lays your hand on you, that warm that you feel, it's exactly where the problem is. And God's healing you right now. It's the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost, sister. That's it. Come on. That's a language you don't know. That's the Holy Ghost. La sanda la vaquila barracataya That's it, sister. That's the Holy Ghost. See, God sees you right where you're at. You turn today. You've received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Well, that's good. That's what we need to do. And as you make this turn as you have today, the opportunity, the financial opportunity that you need. God has got a door that's already waiting. But it's on the path that He wants you to walk on. God, I speak a covering over my sister right now. Sister, when God told you to come home, He said it with purpose, okay? And I'm not trying to scare you, but you're going to regret it if you don't. I'm warning you right now. I'm warning you right now. And I don't say this lightly, sister. But God, God has kept his hand upon you. Or you wouldn't be standing here. And there's been a lot of prayers prayed over you and covered you. And the exact prayer was, whatever it takes. And I'm telling you right now, sister, God will do whatever it takes to get you where he wants you. So it's best if you turn. And don't make him do that. Because you belong to him. 
It don't matter how far you've went, where you've gone, how long you've been gone. You're His, and you always will be. And He cares so much about His children, He'll let things got one that said that she's going to get baptized in Jesus' name. Receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. My sister right here, God healed you. I'm going to pray over you one more time. God touched your body today. That warm that you felt was healing. Brother, I'm coming to you next. God, I, I speak joy over my sister's life. Joy. Joy, joy. Sister, I see you helping people. Yeah. 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 Yes, ma'am. Yeah. God gave you that heart. Yeah. And he's going, I'm telling you, he wants you to tell them of his goodness. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. God's going to put the word, put, put his words in your mouth. Brother, you need a touch from God in your body as well right now. to be able to, can you lift your arms right now? Okay, pain in your body right now, it's fixing to leave. When I lay my hand on you, all the pain is going to go, and God is going to heal, and He's going to reposition, and He's going to make it new right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, and the power of the Holy Ghost, God, I command healing to flow right now in the name of Jesus. The authority of the Word, the power of the Spirit. God, every bit of pain. God, in His body, I curse it by the very root. God, and I speak to the cause, and I tell it to be made whole. 
God, I tell the discs to go in positions, God. God, the shoulders, God, I, I speak complete healing right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Eli, it's gone right now, ain't it? Every bit of the pain's leaving. It's gone right now. Yeah. Just wave your hands like this. Yeah. Sister, God's getting ready to elevate you. God's getting ready to elevate you. Kereto yo sonde la bahaya. In the natural and in the spirit, I see it right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Kalavarakata ya sandalavaye la bahaya. God, I speak strength right now in my sister. God, that the, that the weariness would leave. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Got a lot on your plate, sister. God sees it. Strength is coming right now. Strength is coming right now. Come on, we right where we God wants us to be this morning. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it until I feel. God release me. If you need the Holy Ghost, you ain't been water baptized. You need to be, today's the day. Don't wait. Sister, can I pray for you? Would you lift your hands? Sister, I speak peace in your home. I speak peace in your home. In the name of Jesus Christ.
God's going to deal with that individual. Yep. See, God sees. Nothing gets past him. You just remain faithful. You remain faithful to the Lord. And he'll do what you can. Okay, and we prayed for you the other day, and it's gone. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell these people that he had a cyst on his left knee. Had a cyst on his left knee, and it's completely gone. We prayed for the brother up there in the front, hadn't had any more back trouble, and every time that I walk by him, I feel that knot on his back and every time that I feel it it's smaller and smaller and smaller and that's the same brother it's going to be completely gone I'm telling you it's going to be completely gone every time I feel it it's smaller sometimes healing is a process okay they see we don't, some folks don't understand that there's a difference in a miracle and a healing Sometimes the healing is a process, and then you're having pain problems right now. Lay your hand right there where it, where it hurts. Right now, it's just going to leave. I take authority over it in the name of Jesus Christ. See, it's going right now. The authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I command it in the name of the Lord Jesus. That's it, somebody give God glory right now. Hey, he couldn't do that just 30 seconds ago. I'm telling you right now, his wife looked over at me and said he can't even move it. Look at what the Lord can do. See, God can heal you that fast. Yay! I said, God can heal you that fast. 
Emotion don't get you a healing. I'm emotional. If y'all can't tell when I preach, I'm emotional. But faith is what gets you healing today. I feel that gift of healing coming in here right now. Gift of healing's coming in here right now. Lift your hands, sister. You need God to touch you. Yep. The exact spot that you're having problems, you're going to feel the warmth, and that's God healing your body. And when you feel that, I want you to just wave your hand like this. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost, God, I, com- I command healing right now. There it is. I command healing in the name of the Lord Jesus. The authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. There it is, sister. That's healing. That's it. Go ahead and pray. Sister, you're interceding right now. You're interceding right now for an individual. I hear the name Jeff. She knows the Jeff. You're, you're interceding for a Jeff right now. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's Holy Ghost, Kaya Laboroko Soto Yolaboretete. Also a touch in your body. Brother, God's touching your body right now. Brother, is your left hand broke? Is your left hand broke? How long have you had that cast on? Three weeks Tuesday. How long you got to wear it? 
I'm just to pray for you right now. And when I pray for you, you're going to feel something take place in your, in your hand. Okay? First time I've ever got the Holy Ghost right here. This man just spoke and talked. That's it. Come on, some on. Keep on rejoicing around here right now. Where's Brother Aaron at? Is he not in here? Brother Aaron, let me come here. Come help me out, brother. Lay your hand on him. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, does it hurt you at all right now? Is there any pain in it right now? No? Okay, you're going to feel something that start taking place. I command the broken bones to be completely restored right now. I speak to them. I speak restoration. I speak complete healing. That's what you feel right now taking place. I command it to go back in place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. That's it, brother. That's the Holy Ghost right now. That's it. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. He said he felt exactly what I told him he was going to feel in his hand when we begin to pray for him. Now God's going to fill him with the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. Come on. That's the Holy Ghost right there. Healing right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. Healing in the name of Jesus. There's been some, some issues, but I'm praying for you right here. Yeah, right here. A heart trouble. Yeah, 
Now, y'all didn't tell me that, but God just showed me, put a big highlight right here. I speak healing in the name of Jesus Christ. The authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. You still feel it in your hand right now. Sister, back there, you're going to make it. Right now, I'm talking to you. Just ma'am. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Be encouraged, okay? Be encouraged. right now I take authority over it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ the word of the living God and the power of the Holy Ghost God I command healing right now I curse the pain God I tell the joints speak to the joints right now heels as well. Yeah, that's right. Pain's gone. Yeah, pain is gone. Praise God. 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 Erakaya site marokoyoto. Yes, ma'am. Okay. We take authority right now over it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, I speak healing right now over this man. I speak healing over this man right now in the name of Jesus. The authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I tell the tongue to be loosed.
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every Sunday, la kayataya. for you. Yeah. Let me, let me lay my hands on you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. sir that you feel these words syllables and sounds coming into your mind right now and if you'll just begin to speak those out if you just begin to speak those out the Holy Ghost is going to begin to speak through you you just yield yourself to what God has given you right now Ayalaba Erecote Mokoyo Soto Mokikiatayande Ilo Morataya Sande Akorecoto Yonde La Bahaya Ikoyonde Re Sande Bakaya God, I pray the comfort of the Holy Ghost, Lord, to be with my brother. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are they that mourn, they shall be comforted. There was a loss. Yep. Yep, there was a loss. God, I pray the comfort of the Holy Ghost.
There's a sovereign move of God. Just let the, I'm telling you. Go ahead, sister. There's healing right now in here. Go ahead, sister. Come on, you somebody ought to tap into that main with her right now. My sister, God's finna heal you back right now. I'm finna lay hands on you. You're going to feel healing. Just like he touched my brother's hand. It feels different right now, don't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I command healing to my sister's back right now. God, I speak restoration. God, that you would get glory for the miracle that's done. I curse every bit of pain right now that's in her back. I loose her from it. I take dominion over it right now. And I release her from the pain in Jesus' name. Sister, the pain's leaving right now. The pain is leaving your back right now. And I speak to the cause of it. I speak to the cause of it. I tell it to be restored, be made new in the name of the Lord. She said the pain in her back is gone right now. Come on, this lady ain't going to lie to me. She ain't going to lie to me. The pain is gone. I believe in, sister, that what, what the cause was, that God restored it. God restored it. Every bit of it's gone. Every bit of it's gone. Sister, lift your hands. Let me pray for you. Kayala 
do, ain't it? kept speaking to me was medical field that's why I said I seen you helping people but I see an advancement okay yeah it, and it, I feel like there's something that's already been kind of laid in front of you something you've maybe had your eye on yeah And the stress that you're dealing with, the stress that you're dealing with, I can see it right now. It's caused a tightness right up through here. I release you from it in the name of Jesus Christ. The authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. Sister, you feel that tension leaving? Yeah. That exact that is exactly right. Just like that sister just said, you just relax, you let God do it. Lay your hand right here as well. Healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Healing in the name of Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, and the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I command healing. Okay. There's been some problems. Yep. That's, but that's God healing you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. It don't matter what the doctor said. It don't matter what the doctor said. God said, I'm going to do it. God said, I'm going to do it. Brother Connor, every time I look at y'all, I hear the word increase. 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 Y'all just received that. Sister, and God's touching your body as well right now. Okay. God's touching you. When I lay my hand on you, you're going to feel healing virtue flow. That's it. All worry. 
Sister, you've been dealing with a lot of worry. Yep. Sister, sometimes it's a fight. But you just keep walking. Okay? Do not quit. You've been in a battle. Ain't that right? Yeah. God sees you, and he don't just see you. He's with you. All right? And there's some things that's getting ready to change. God is going to repair some things. Your heart is broken right now. Your heart's broke. Because something was done. But I want to tell you right now, no matter what the enemy tells you, it's not your fault. We're fixing to get out of here. I know we've been in here for a while. Lord, you are the mender of the broken heart. Sister, the battle's almost over. Okay? Some mornings it's been hard to even get out of the bed. There you go. Come on. Open up and let God do it. Open up and let God do it. See, a lot of times that's what that's why we don't we got you've got to open your spirit up. Open your spirit up and let God go to work. Open your spirit up, let God go to work. Sister, have you started doing what I prophesied to you last year? No? Get in position. That's the only reason why. Make time. Make time. God will honor it. Okay? I'm telling you. That was a sure word. God has blessed us today, y'all. Ask Brother Hughes how many it was that got baptized. I think he said two. Let's pray that's all that needed to.
a service like this today, this place is going to explode tonight. I'm telling you right now, you might as well just come expecting it. It's going to be like a bomb goes off in here. Come in with expectation. Come in with faith. Believe in God for anything. Bring people with you that need God, that need the Holy Ghost. If you'll bring them here, God will do the rest. You can get them in here. God will take care of the rest. What a great revival we're in right now. Gospel of Jesus Christ, where would we be without it? Be lost. Be done away with. We can't forget the foundation. Let's just lift our hands. I turn this over to Brother Hughes. We just pray as he comes. Amen. Can we give our glory to the Lord right now? God, we thank you, Jesus. Lord, we praise you, God, for what you've done in this place, Lord, for the many healings you've done, Lord, in this house, God, for delivering those that need to deliver, for baptizing those that were baptized. We thank you, Jesus. And God, we pray, Lord, as we come back tonight, God, that you would move in a mighty, precious way. Can we give Brother Miller and the Lord a great big hand? Hallelujah. Amen. Let's come back tonight expecting something great. 6 o'clock prayer, 6.30. Bring someone out.